What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football for Friday, May 11th. I had to look at the counter. I had no idea. <laughs> you started talking. So, and I didn't know. Normally, I have like a little script like, hey, everybody, what's up? This is Stick to Football. I'm BR, blah, 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 blah. And you did the rundown this week, and it's one from like when yep. we did the 420 episode. Oh, I change that it's shit. It's like, uh, it's May 11th or 12th, or depending Ish. when you're listening to this. It's sometime in May, hopefully. Yep. I'm Matt Miller, joined by Mello. Let's have fun. Yeah, we, we got a good show. A lot of list today. It's no, a listicle. We're, we're keeping it BR. <laughs> Old true. school BR. Let's do like top 10 wags or whatever. I don't even know what that means. Like, but all right. Wives of athletes and stuff. We, oh, we do yeah. have a fun show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do, uh, we're, we're going to debut something new for the summer to get us through these cold, hard months of no football. Uh, we're going to list our top players to ever wear a number, the number. So like we're going to do one through 10 today. So number one. And it can be NFL or college, right? And we'll right, yeah. we'll specify. Yeah, and I went I went college football heavy. That's it's, it was a lot harder to come up with these guys than I thought it was going to be. But we'll debut that today. We're also going to get into our top fives, and of course, we're going to do just a tip. We're also doing top fantasy rookies. So. I'm excited for stick to football become more of a fantasy destination. I have a lot of fantasies so I want to talk about. So also football, fantasy right. football too. <laughs> uh, yes. Stick football Friday will maybe be more fantasy heavy. Stick football Wednesday might be more fantasy football heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. today is fantasy football with me and you. But yeah. it is so popular. Why not? Why not try it? I'm sure people want to hear it. I'm not very good at it. Well, you know what? Actually, I am pretty damn good at it. I just get lazy and I don't. You don't play. take it seriously. I don't set my roster, and then somebody has to like send an email. I'm like, hey, jerk offs. <laughs> yeah. We're playing for money. Yeah. Remember to set your roster, or it's no fun. And thankfully, Mitch is not here yet tonight. Hope I walk in mid show like usual. Because he'd be bragging about the fact that he won our league last year or complaining about... No, he got kicked out in the playoffs, right? That's what it was. He and I I had the same record, and he was upset that I made the playoffs, and he didn't. He said it was rigged because I'm the commissioner. He's the only person that takes it seriously. Without a doubt. I couldn't (laughs) tell you if I've ever won it before or who ever has. I don't know who won it this year. It might have been Dan. That might have been his parting gift. Was You know what, buddy? We're going to let you have this one. Yeah, I, I really don't know. But we will dive into our fantasy rookies. And how they perform. First, we have to start it off, though. We've been getting a lot of questions, just frequently asked questions. One that always comes into my DMs is people want to know about Nashville. They want to take their bachelor parties there. They want to know what to do. We've been a few times, you more than me. Uh, You have to start off at Merchants. Every time. Your night has to start off at Merchants. Breaking news. It sounds like the draft is going to be there next year. Yeah, they're the favorite to land it. It came out Thursday night that it looks like it's going to happen, so... I, I hope it does, and I hope that we get to go to Nashville. I won't wear pants. <laughs> That's <laughs> how excited I'll be. That's how excited I'll be. You're right, though. If you're just if you want to take a, a Nashville trip, and we are not being paid by the tourism department of Nashville for this segment, although maybe we should be. Not being paid by anybody. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so you definitely want to start. Lower Broadway is the area where all the like honky tonks are. Um, even though there, a lot of them don't just play country music these days. Right. You want to start there. Go to Merchants. It it looks a little intimidating from the outside. Go in. Trust me. Get a Long Island. Yeah, get to Long Island's. The free popcorn is the, popcorn. the best popcorn ever. We've eaten dinner there. It's a little pricey. The food is okay. Right. I think Drinks you just are, drink there. Are well priced, though, I think. I don't remember because that was the night that went. <laughs> yeah, downhill. real quick because real of the Long Island. So they're the best ones I've ever had. Yes. And that's one of my favorite cocktails. So go to Merchant's. Get yourself a Long Island. You're set yep. for the night. And then our spot is next door, which is great because you can stumble out of Merchant's and go right to Nudie's. 
not a strip club named no. for the nudie suits, the country suits like the Hank Williams and people wore. Great bar, three levels. They have a great yeah, rooftop. They have a great rooftop now. Like we hit it up. It wasn't there the last time we were there, but we went in this spring break. It's amazing. Yeah. Great, great view. view. Yeah. And you drink. Yeah. You can drink up there. You can, it's more of like a dance atmosphere, a little like clubby. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. During the day, like Nashville, it like you're gonna one sleep off your hangover, which is mostly what I've done during the day there. Like everyone's always like, Oh, did you go to the Grand Ole Opry? Did you go to the Johnny Cash Museum? Did you go do this? And this is like, no, I had the beer shits and yeah. slept until four PM and some hot chicken again. <laughs> but that's where I was going with that. Go get hot chicken. Go to Hattie B's, wait in line. And our buddy Ryan Hurd actually told me this tip after we were there. You have one person go to the takeout window and order a pitcher of beer, and you can stand there and drink beer while you're in line to get your chicken. Huh. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mind blown. That so makes do sense that. because I, I kept seeing people like go to the you know, takeout or whatever yeah, window, that's and they would just it. stand there. And I'm like, why the hell am I still waiting in line? Yeah. It makes sense. So you get your pitcher of beer and hang out. Hot chicken is legit. Uh, great burger city, too. Like If you like burgers, especially gourmet burgers, there's... Pharmacy. Uh, the pharmacy is one of my favorite spots. I've never taken you there, I don't think. No, we go to the place with the uh, Burger Revolution. Milkshakes. Spiked milkshakes. Great burgers. Yeah. yeah Huge really burgers. burgers. And there's Not two too in far the city. from Lower Broadway. No. Yeah. So you could start there, then go to Merchants and have your Long Islands, and then hit the all the bars. Like, st- if you want to, like, okay, it's like Florida Georgia Line House and like Dirk Bentley's Whiskey Row, like they're great and they're new. And they're super clean, but you're going to be packed. packed. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder with yes. everyone. It's like hit the spots that like made people famous. Like go to Tootsie's, go to Nudie's, go to Ten Legends. Roof, Legends. Uh, Legends is a, a really good spot to, to end the night because then you're at the front of the cab line. There you go. So fun fact. And, you know, most <laughs> people that slide into the DMs, they want to know about bachelor parties, which is great because it's. I think it's officially the bachelorette capital of the world. That's what a, a Lyft driver They're just everywhere, stumbling around the whole lower Broadway. So might as well take your bachelor party there. Right. Just don't do that tandem bachelor and bachelorette no. party. No. Separate yourselves. No. There's a little bonus, just the tip. The only don't time co-ed that. parties are good is when it's like a baby shower, and then the guys can just sit and drink. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd go there. Like, well, just, I mean, if you're gonna have to, if I'm gonna have to be there as the father of the child, I want my boys there drinking beer with me. Yeah, birthday parties, I would say you could do co-ed, but bachelor party, bachelorette parties, keep it separated. Go have fun yeah. with your friends. Nashville is great for that. Yeah, and just set your boys up. If you have single friends, like we don't, but <laughs> if we did, that would be a great place to go do that. So Nashville is a, a must. The other frequently asked question that we get, you and I uh, get a lot, people want to know where they can get Stick to Football merchandise. We hope to have some news on that this summer about where you guys might be able to actually buy some Stick to Football merchandise that would be like custom-made for our fans and listeners. But the stuff that you see us wearing or posting on Instagram, the best way to get that stuff is how mellow. Uh, earn it. You know, you got to earn it. <laughs> you <laughs> You're a freshman, God damn it. Earn it. But get involved with the show, you know, tweeting at us, sending in your uh, just the tips, your draft on draft questions, interacting with the show, maybe even sending us some videos of you chugging a beer or something like that, that we would appreciate. That's a good way to get yourself some merchandise. And speaking of sending in videos, one more housekeeping note before we get into these uh, players one through 10 jersey numbers, which I got to find a better packaging name for that because it's just (laughs) clumsy right now. We posted this week, we are accepting intern applications. I am not supposed to say hire because some... 
douche on Twitter got <laughs> mad at me for saying we were hiring an intern. We're adding an intern, unpaid position, unless you feel like, you know, merchandise and experience and beer is payment. Then in that case, we're, we're hiring somebody. But the videos that people have sent in of them chugging beers had me laughing for an hour straight last it night. It was so good on Wednesday night, just checking those emails and going through what some of the people have written and their oh, yeah. you know, self-scouting report was great. But them chugging the beer. It, some of them made me feel really good about my ability to chug a beer. The dude in the suit and tie from Springfield, Missouri did. Uh, I didn't realize he was from Springfield. He shotgunned a beer in the amount of time I could send a Snapchat video. So it was like nine seconds. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, you want to get yourself some merchandise, shotgun a Natty Light. You want to get the. Yeah. Did you notice Everyone was doing Natty Light, by the way. <laughs> yeah, oh, and you're yeah. not sponsored still. No, I know. I keep tweeting at them. I don't know what the hell I have to do to get their attention. But Coors Light sent us four cases of free beer. For yeah, I'm going to have to so. start drinking something different. Gauntlet's been thrown down, bitches. <laughs> Listen up, Natty Light. Okay, if you are listening, I, I apologize for calling you that. Let's jump into this. Top players to ever wear the jersey number one. Go. Yeah, I went, like I said earlier, very college heavy. This was very hard to do for the pros because not a lot of guys wear one through 10, especially in those low numbers. So number one for me, I'm going Larry Fitzgerald with his days at Pitt. One of the best college receivers I've ever seen play. He was so, so much bigger than everyone. Yeah, so I've like two years. Yeah. Too, strong so. hands. One of the best receivers I've ever seen in college football. So I went with him at number one. So I, I've said before, like I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you. I grew up a Michigan fan because our mom, from there, so I remember guys like Anthony Carter, right? Yep, David Drell, Braylon, Braylon Edwards. Edwards. <laughs> I didn't go there though. I went Warren Moon because I loved this man. Those bl- light blue jerseys are still some of my favorite jerseys ever, and I loved I loved watching him play. I mean, everything was a deep ball, yeah, huge, yeah. huge arm, one of the strongest arms maybe ever. Just a, a transcendent player, so I, I had to hat tip Warren Moon. See, and I went different because I was a little bit too young for Warren Moon. I really remember him as a Viking, like watching him throw. Still good. Yeah, still pretty good, <laughs> but that uh, kind of passed his Houston days. Yeah. Number two for me, again, going with the college ranks, had to dig deep here. I went with Deion Sanders. What a, oh. I think the best cover corner of all time. <sighs> You know my feeling number on this. two at Florida State, so I'm going with prime time. I'm going with a player who also wore two in college, who is a better corner in college and the NFL than Deion Sanders, Charles Woodson. I love Woodson, and I uh, I don't agree with you that he's the best cover <laughs> corner. I do, but he was a dynamic. He's just the best well, defensive college football player ever, probably. The yes. only one to ever win the Heisman, and he did it rightfully so. He beat yeah. out Randy Moss and Peyton Manning, right, for the Heisman and Ryan Leaf. I just want, I wanted to go a little different. You can't beat Charles Woodson in that Michigan jersey though. Like no, nobody like looked better. Cleanest than him. looks ever. Him fighting David Boston. Yeah, rose in his mouth. Yeah, that one-handed catch against Michigan State. I wanted to be him growing up. But Charles Woodson is one of my favorite players of all time. Probably top I, five. I agree with you. I love him. I just wanted to go different. No, if, yeah, if I, I had to, Woodson to pick, I just kind of wanted to go. Don't different worry. When me. we come to twenty-four, I will also pick Charles Woodson <laughs> <laughs> or myself. That'll be one of the two. Well, moving on to number three. Number three was so hard for me. I don't understand this. It's such a popular number in baseball and basketball. It's not, not football. in football. I really struggled. So Rick I just Myra. went with a guy that I really liked out of Texas that wore number three, Nathan Vasher. You probably don't know who he is if you're listening to this. Unless you're a Bears fan or a but Texas fan. But I liked fan. him and he wore number three. So I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'll put him in here. He was instrumental in that mid-2000s greatness. At yeah, Texas. like when we were... 
kind of challenging to be DBU. He was one yeah, of the guys that came through there. Yeah. So I went with someone that I actually did. And I, I texted you. I was like, hey, can I list someone that I didn't see play wearing this number? feel like I cheated a little bit. So huh. I went Joe Montana. You're right. Yeah, probably like, the greatest to wear three at the college level. Not probably. Right. Yeah. He did it at Notre Dame. So I'm with you on that one. Number, one of the best college or one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. Number four is easy. We both went with the same guy. Yeah. Brett Favre. Yeah. Freaking gunslinger, man. I college love NFL, I don't play. care. Yeah. Yeah. You take your pick. I just, I love him. I would take him on my team any day, or I just fucking go drink just, a beer with Brett Favre. I tweeted the other day. I was like, I want to be like country cruising right now to listen to some Brothers Osborne. I was like, that sounds like a Brett Favre commercial. And then yeah, it's just like, throw a dog in the front I seat. I want to be with Brett Favre right now, drink a beer, playing catch with that fucking dog. Yeah, I just want to throw it a ball, play some fetch with that thing. Yeah. Number five, also really We're easy. Wranglers. Uh, because we agreed again. We both went with LaDainian Tomlinson. Tomlinson. Number five at oh TCU. I, I think that like... Maybe you are like the age gap with like the maybe the cutoff. You're 30. Maybe that's the cutoff where like people can remember how fucking good he was in college. He had the record for most yards in a game yeah, for a long like time. 535. 405. 405. I was close. He was he was amazing. And at TCU, back when TCU was nothing. He probably played in like three different conferences when he <laughs> was at TCU. So, like he was probably yeah. Conference USA, Mountain West. Yeah. And no, whatever LT, else. I don't know. One of the greats. NFL or or college. I yeah, mo- like the most complete running and back. I wanted to throw a seen. hat tip here. When I was in junior high, our high school quarterback, Jeremy Sturgill, was our next door neighbor. He wore number five my whole like life. Like he was quite a bit older than me. So I, my whole like football career, peewee, junior high, I wanted to wear number five. When I got to high school, a senior took it and I couldn't wear it. I was <laughs> so heartbroken. So when that senior graduated, I'm like, okay, I'm, my junior year, I'm finally going to get to wear number five. That son of a bitch stole the jersey, <laughs> and we went to such a cheap high school, they wouldn't reorder it for me, but I'd already given number 21 to someone else in anticipation of getting five, so I had to wear 23 that That was year. a fun thing about where we went to high school. If you liked your football jersey, you just kept it. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you and Color both shaking your hands like, hey, hat yeah. tip to another number five, Cole, Cole Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I should have yeah. put him in the yeah. list. So I wanted to wear five all through high school, never got to. Just throwing mm-hmm. it out there. Moving on to number six, let's... Holy shit, this, this was, was the toughest cool. number to find. So again, Some, someone out there, please wear six in football and be good. Because Jake yeah, Cutler yeah, yeah. was like one of the best players to ever wear it. Like Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Off the top of my head, that's he's probably the best player in the post ever. Mark wear Sanchez. Six. Yeah. I went with Quentin Jammer, another <laughs> Texas guy, because I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I got to put somebody in here. Had a great college and pro career, though. Oh, yeah. Really Very high pick in the yeah. draft. So aggressive at the line. He, yeah. He could jam the shit yeah. out of receivers. It's the it's, name. Yeah. Uh, I went with Antrell Roll from Miami. Yeah. That's how horror the <laughs> talent was at six. Yeah. Then you get to seven and it's like everyone you've ever watched playing. Exactly. Yeah. So I went again in college. Michael Vick just electrified college football when he came on the scene wearing that number seven at Virginia Tech. Yeah. Probably the best football college football player I've ever seen. Uh, I I'd say he's probably in my top five. Yeah, uh, and we'll get to the best college player I've ever seen. He's on this list. Number seven, I went John Elway, one of the one of the most talented natural passers ever to play the game. Not a good general manager. Kind of a dickhead too, a little bit. But wait, why? I've always heard that about him. I didn't know if you'd heard something I hadn't. Oh no, I've just always heard that like in general, just like he's a prick. 
Yeah, he's John Elway. He can kind of get away with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's who I want. Oh, well, on. you know, I wore number seven. I thought you'd throw me some. I was getting there. there. I wasn't okay. done talking yet. <laughs> At the high school level, I would have picked you. Oh, okay. I loved it when I finally got number seven. One of the, the stupid little freshmen walked up to me and said, oh, number seven. You a Michael Vick fan? You guys play a lot alike. <laughs> I looked at him like he was the dumbest person in the world. Like you I two knee surgeries. I'm a stationary at that point. quarterback that just throws, and you're like, oh, you and Mike Vick play a lot like I play like you played like late you're Dan Marino. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get away from me. You're the dumbest person ever. And then our coach was like, You're not wearing seven for John Elway, right? And it's like, no, actually, I don't even like John Elway because I just call him a dickhead. Yeah. I wore number seven because a guy I couldn't put on the list, Mickey Mantle. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite exactly athletes of all time. Seven. That's why I wore seven. And I tried wearing 24 for everything because of Willie Mays. And I'm not even like a huge baseball fan. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Just pick. an iconic number. Like, it just fucking looks good. Well, on a baseball player. Yeah. I never got to wear it in football. Uh, I don't, I we didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we had like 12 jerseys to yeah, choose yeah. from. <laughs> all right. Moving for on. All 13 players. Number, number eight. eight. We agree again. Uh, I tried to disagree with you here, but we both went Steve Young. I couldn't think of any other good number eights. I almost put Troy Aikman on here just to mess with you, but I couldn't make myself do it. <laughs> you didn't want this beer bottle broken <laughs> over your head. Uh, you could have gone Lamar Jackson. No. <laughs> uh, no. No? Nope. nope. Okay. I think uh, I would have rather put Troy Aikman. <laughs> Steve Young is probably the first player that when we were young we both agreed on, like that we both just loved watching yeah, play. probably um, so. Or Jerry Rice. Yeah, but, but I, I am still, I firmly... I'm. I don't think he was a better quarterback, but I like Steve Young more than Joe Montana. I'm just gonna say it. I agree with you. I like him more. He's probably not better. It's hard to argue all those Super Bowls, but I did like watching Steve Young play. Number nine. This was. <laughs> I like yours more than mine. Okay, number nine for me. I went with Peter Wark, the receiver from Florida so State. So good. What an amazing punt returner. Yes. I don't know how this works. He could be so elusive and still run like a slow forty time. He was it's, arguably the most elusive college. Player, I mean, as a receiver, as a punt returner, it was just like, hey, let's just throw a slant route, and he's just going to shake people. Right, yeah, and get extra yards. I loved watching him play. I wish it would have worked out for him in the pros, but I think he got injured. I don't even yeah, remember, honestly. I, I was very young when he played. The Bengals ruin everything, so it's <laughs> yeah. probably that more than anything. <laughs> True. Uh, I went Steve McNair. Uh, loved watching him play. He went to a Super Bowl with Jeff Fisher as a head coach. Exactly. And I don't I, need to say anymore. I've talked about it before. Like, how good was that Titans team that they managed to overcome Jeff Fisher being their coach? And we're like a yard away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Those it's, guys, all of them should be in the Hall of Fame. Fantastic. Yeah. Number 10 is probably the easiest pick that we have ever done on any list that we've ever, ever made. Number 10 is Vince Young because he is the greatest college football player I've ever seen. Same. I was going to say that's the greatest college player I've ever seen. Um, and it, yes, we're biased. Very, don't care. Very biased. Still, don't give a shit. Still the greatest. Yeah, you can throw out that he was a shitty NFL quarterback. Okay. I don't care. He was the, a great. He should oh, have won he, the Heisman. He could take over a game. Yeah. Just by himself. They He did not have much help on that offense when he was at Texas. The defense was pretty damn good. But he could win games by himself that, on the football field. The two Rose Bowls he played in are my two favorite college games of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Nebraska sure. game also uh, is up there that last year. Where they got the extra time on the clock and kicked the field goal with Colt McCoy. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, not Vince Young with Colt McCoy. That's up there too. The year they lost Alabama in the national championship, but those are like three of my favorite games. Ever. I really liked when Justin Tucker hit that field goal to beat A and M the last time we played. It was just such a nail in the coffin because yeah. we were bad. 
Real oh, my boy and Justin Tucker. Justin Damn it, I should have put him at nine. Nine. Justin Tucker. Redo. Oh, redo. He wore six Texas. Did shit. he really? Yeah, I think so. I got to have to redo my list if we post this on Twitter. Uh, but those are our guys, one through ten. If you don't like it, whatever. Leave uh, us a tweet us some though. You were Give us yours. At Texas. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're good. I think you were six at Penn State, maybe. Yeah. Well. But leave us your guys, one through ten. We're going to keep running through this until we get bored of it and, tor- and or until you do. Uh, so just let us know what you think. Leave us your reviews there on Twitter and let us know. All right. We are back, and it's time to do our top ten fantasies, fantasy rookies. Yeah, fantasies. top 10 fantasies is going to be a different list. That's I'm gonna a need show a that I feel like Whiskey would not ever let us publish. Yeah, I'm going to need to know. change my names up. I got to let me know, Dan, if that's a show we can do. Yeah, That'd or at least the stars of those fantasies. Yeah, mine would mostly, mostly be like financial. It'd be like Scrooge McDuck. Like I want to be able to jump into a room of money. Mine would just be me alone. <laughs> there with a lot of food no one else. in a really cold room with a lot of college God, football yeah. to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, the fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be my fantasy. My fantasy is October <laughs> with none of you talking to me. All right, let's do this, though. Top 10 fantasy rookies. And because fantasy football, it, it's all offense. So if you're one of those IDP right. guys, maybe we'll cover that later. Let's start at 10. Want to? Yeah, sure. What the hell? Why not? You, I went with Mike Gusecki. Uh, a guy that I love uh, ended up tight end one on the draft rankings. Ended up skill player one outside of Saquon Barkley in our uh, pre-draft. Uh, what were they called? Brackets. Brackets that we never got to finish. But I I like Mike Gesicki, and I think going to Miami, he's going to play in an offense that will suit his strengths. They've been trying to find someone like this. Ryan Tannehill is best on the intermediate stuff between the hashes. Uh, I think we'll see a lot of option routes for him and. Like I always, I've said with him so many times that I'm, it's just like I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But just let him do what he's great at, and that's jump balls. In the oh red yeah, zone. yeah. Uh, I love him. I just worry about tight ends. Um, but again, we're going rookies, so it doesn't really matter. You're right though. Tight ends don't generally produce well their first year. Right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Uh, the it seems like the further you get away from the football, the harder it is to produce as a rookie anymore. So, but again, for me, I'm going with James Washington. I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have like a boomer bust season. He might win an MVP and just be pissed off that they're trying to replace him, or he might just go full walking boot and shut down and not do anything at all. But James Washington, he's a guy that can make some plays happen in the slot, get him going up the seam. Yes. Roethlisberger can hit him, and they need some playmakers at receiver. They found one with Washington. Back when you were married, did you ever have those days where you're like, you like saw like some like dude liking too many posts on social media or like becoming too friendly with your wife and you were like, I'm gonna be a really good fucking husband this week. I feel like that's <laughs> Roethlisberger right now. It's like they draft their quarterback and he's like, No, yeah, no, yeah, you yeah. are not taking my job. I'm gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, a guy looks at her in the yeah. bar next thing you know, you're being the sweetest. Right, person you cling in the to world. the whole house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely I think every guy's done yeah. that before. So but that's, you're right. That's, that's what Roethlisberger right is doing. You, like, when I started that story, you looked at me like where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah. What does that have to do with we're talking fantasy football, not fantasies, dude? I'm with right. you though. Big Ben, he's probably like going to OGAs this year. He's yeah, he's right. already in camp. He's gonna get the workout bonus. Usually he gets there in like fucking September. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number nine for me, DJ Moore, the first receiver drafted in this class. Just by the like process of elimination, someone has to catch the ball there. He is it's him and Greg Olson. That's all they got. 
Uh, he's got to get some balls. <laughs> I think McCaffrey ends up with more catches <laughs> than both will. of them. No. He probably and will. And that's why I didn't put DJ Moore on my list, just because Cam Newton has struggled so much recently. And maybe he does just need some more targets, but I don't know if I'd put a guy like DJ Moore up there. I went with my number nine guy, Cortland Sutton. I think he might get the opportunity to play early in that offense, especially if a guy like Thomas goes down. He just seems to be like the next fit. As long as a guy like Deshaun Hamilton doesn't take catches yeah, away from him. I do love Deshaun Hamilton. Number eight, I'm with Calvin Ridley. Uh, I, I, again, it's just like one of those things where, yes, they have Julio Jones, they have Muhammad new, but he's so good as a route runner. He can get on the field in some way as a slot receiver. And especially, like we should have clarified, we both play in points per catch leagues. Yep. So I think Calvin Ridley can be a 45 catch, six touchdown kind of guy. Yeah. And number eight for me, I went with the Lions running back, Carryon Johnson. Uh, you and Connor are pretty high on this guy. I'm not quite as high, so he's pretty low for me, number eight. You just can't overlook running back. They're so valuable in fantasy football, especially a guy that can catch and make people miss. So I went with Carryon Johnson at eight. We're not talking about the Lions stuff, right? Nope. Nope. We're staying away from it. Nope. <laughs> staying away from it. All right, let's do that. Number seven, I went Hayden Hurst, another tight end, which I know is like, ugh, it's risky. But uh, I, I think in that offense, I mean, they drafted him and Mark Andrews at Oklahoma. The Ravens did. I think Hurst is going to get a lot of looks. They have a lot of guys on the outside. I don't know if any of them are any good, but they got a lot of guys out there yeah. who are at least fast and are going to pull safety. So I think Hurst could have a, like a 50 catch kind of year. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, he's got to throw the ball to somebody, and I don't know who it's going to be on the outside, so he might get some touches there. I went with number seven, Royce Freeman. I think he wins that starting running back job. I really liked him at Oregon. He fell kind of low in the draft, had some injury problems. If he can stay healthy, I really like what he can do for you late in like a fantasy draft. Are you a Broncos fan? No. Okay, you just got two guys on your list, so just checking. I really liked their draft. Really hate John Elway. <laughs> Heard that earlier. All right. Uh, now we get to the part where we've got, we're starting to repeat players. I have carry on Johnson at six, similarly to what you just said with Royce Freeman. I think he can win that starting job in Detroit. I think they want to be physical up the middle. So I could see him. I think he could, he's a better receiver than we saw at Auburn. So I, I do think he could contribute there, but I envision him as more of a bell cow type running back. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. And I'll repeat again because number six for me is Calvin Ridley. I think Julio is going to get a lot of attention, and they can spread the ball out there in that Falcons offense. And he's going to be their number two target this year, so he might end up with a lot of catches and a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, so our last five guys, we have the same five players just in different order. So you want to just rip through yours, and then I'll go through mine? Just Yeah, and then we can talk about yeah. all of them. Uh, number five for me, first-round draft pick for the Seattle Seahawks, for Rashad Penny. Uh, he's going to get touches. Next guy for me, Ronald Jones, same story at Tampa Bay. Then at number three, I have Sonny Michelle. Number two, Darius Geis, duh. And number one, uh, you think, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> uh, you think? So number five for me, Sonny Michelle. Like you said, he's he, he will get touches. I think he might be a bigger impact as a receiver coming out of the backfield for them than he has as a pure running back. Uh, Rashad Penny, I have at number four. There's not much competition in that backfield. and No, there's really and not. And they envision him as a runner and receiver, so I think that's going to help with fantasy points where he's going to get just so many touches. Right, I and I think he can carry the load. He can get the 15 carries a game. Yeah, he can. I mean, he should probably touch the ball 25 times a game, 20 to 25 times a game. Yeah. Uh, at three, that's where I put Ronald Jones. I'm a little higher on him than you, again, just because of, I think, opportunity. Charles Sims is really their only other running back, and, right. and I think Jones is pro-ready as long as – Man, he is not the biggest dude. 
So I think that's the only concern is can he hold up? Yeah. And what's that offense going to look like? Is it going to look like the just shit show that it was last year, or are they finally going to put it together? I don't know. We won't. That's why I had Sony Michelle ahead of him. Like you yeah. at least know that those Patriot running backs are going to get catches. Yeah. They might not play for an entire week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might, Mike, Mike Gillisley, he might have four touchdowns the first two games, and then you never see him again. Yep. So who knows? And then at two, I had Darius guys, and at one, obviously, Sony, uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, those are just the easy picks right there. They're I'm, two I, great running backs. And I don't know if, I don't know what the fantasy community thinks about Darius guys in Washington. I think that's a slam dunk. I do too. He like might, that might be got rookie the of the year need. type stuff. That's yep. a good offensive line. They have a good quarterback now in Alex Smith. Not that Kirk Cousins wasn't, but right. I think that's that offense could be pretty well-rounded if Jay Gruden will just get out of the way. And they have been searching for a running back. They want to give one guy carries. Yeah. They just haven't they've been able to find that one Chris guy. Chris Thompson, Matt Jones, yeah, everyone else in the world, they've tried these running backs. And then Saquon... Um, I don't. I mean, if he's not your favorite for offensive rookie of the year, then you're just trying to be cute. Yeah, you're just you're going hot takey there. So I don't. He's obviously going to be the best, the top rookie selected in any fantasy draft, regardless of position. Yeah, uh, he will probably be a very early pick in our fantasy yeah. draft. And we maybe we should know we left off every quarterback. It's just oh yeah, we did. They're not guaranteed to win that job right now. So right. looking at this in May, it just doesn't. If you make had sense. to pick one though, like of the first rounders. Would it be Baker? No, because I think Tyrod's going to play solid there. He's got yeah. good targets now. Yeah. Darnold? It would be Darnold. And he's going to turn the ball over, though. A uh, shit ton. Yeah. But, but he might play early. <laughs> yeah. I Like Connor has talked about before, he might be day one starter. I yeah. don't know that any of the other guys will. Josh Rosen, maybe. But I hate that offense. So. Yeah. and Well, Josh Rosen is going to be on the field very early because Sam Bradford's <laughs> going to get broken half. All right, let's jump in. Let's just do our top fives. I, this week, we're going to go a little different. Last week, we did top five actors and actresses we hate. And right. uh, it wasn't very controversial. People mostly agreed with us, which I did not expect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, we got more hate from people that were here watching and listening with us than yeah. we did on Twitter, which is a first in the universe. Uh, yes, it, w- it definitely is. Uh, so this week, we're going to mix it up. And we're going to go more music. We just gave you all like 35 minutes of football, which is unreal for a Friday show. Yeah. So I'm... let us have some fun now. This is daddy time. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do top five songs you would sing if you were auditioning for American Idol. Yeah. Or any. Which. Any singing I would like to point out, I have an awful voice. Oh, mine's terrible. I don't know if you can tell because I think they auto-tune me and I sound pretty good <laughs> on the podcast. I cannot sing. No, I can't do it. It's one of those things that I actually love to do. And I'm awful uh, at it. But I'm terrible. It's like golfing for me. Yeah, I was going to say it's like sports for me. <laughs> love it. <laughs> was not that good at it, you know. So yeah. um, some of these songs are weird. I hadn't looked at your list. Okay. <laughs> you start it. You My start number, it number five, five song. And again, like I so I thought a lot about this because when you audition on American Idol, it's acapella. No, <laughs> I did not think about that. <laughs> so maybe we say the voice or any. Okay, we can have accompaniments. We'll have music in the background. Good. I I'm went with Toes it. by Zach Brown Band because it's not that hard of a song to sing. And it's a great fucking song. It's a too. great song. Yeah. So I'm with and you I, on that one. I, I'm like passionate about the lyrics. So I think that helps. Yeah. And you you get like the emotion behind it with Zach Brown Band just because yeah. yeah, it's a good it's a good rhythm. I like that song a lot. Yeah. I went... <laughs> songs that I know, which is a weird list looking back at it now. I went with Let It Burn by Usher 
for some reason, I know every word to that song. I don't have to like read the lyrics. I know that we've we've jammed it out before. We road tripped the hell out of the song. So. so I could sing that song, no problem. Usher, let it burn, number five. I like that. Are those beers cold? Can I have one? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the important things here. So oh, uh, look at you. Number, number four, four. I also went with an Usher song going back to my probably late <laughs> high school, early college days. I went uh, Confessions yeah, I so. Part 2. Again, I know every Same word of album. this fucking song. I also know, like, the prelude, like, where he's, like, talking. Yeah, yeah. I can do the whole thing. When it comes to that album, I can sing, like, the musical parts, yes. the instrument yeah. parts. I make the noise yeah. with my mouth. I We should probably do that tonight. Uh, that is an underrated great album. And a lot of people really shit on is. me because, like, I don't like a lot of R&B or hip-hop, whatever you want to call it, Usher. I, that album is fantastic. Yeah, I'm with you all the way there. I do like R&B, which is why at my number four, I went with a little R. Kelly jam, Bump and Grind. Another song that I just I don't know. see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Like, I'll request this song in a bar, in a club, at church. I don't care. <laughs> it fits every situation. <laughs> oh, my God. It is a great song. Back when I was rebellious, I used to like to sing that song to mom. All the time. <laughs> uh, so number three for me. One second. Oh, that sounded good. Number three. Again, I went back to my roots here. Are there any Eric Church fans in the building? <laughs> uh, I went with Springsteen by Eric Church. Probably one of my all-time favorite songs. Which is funny because you don't like Springsteen. I hate Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> but I love this song. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. I'm actually not a big Eric Church fan. Really? Yeah, really not. Like, he's all right. And I like some of his stuff. He's Probably one of my favorite country musicians. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like some of his songs. He's no kid rock, and that's why I went with <laughs> number three, Ball with a Ball. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> I didn't know how you typed it. It's like just, just sounds. Just on the rundown, it's just. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I love that song. I so, wish Mitch was here. I, to I talk wish, about it I wish he were as well. I love that song. It's like a like a pump up song. You oh, know, yeah, like it's intro. Like, it, it's great. So, like, back when I actually worked out, I would have this song on my workout playlist because it's great. It's like, if you're going to rep out some bench, that intro, it's a motherfucker. Yeah, it, you get that build up, and then he just fucking screams out his own name, which is cool as my shit. Name is. <laughs> yeah, cool yeah, as yeah, shit. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Okay, good one. Uh, number two, my the lone oldie for me, Bob Seger, Turn the Page. Am I weird for not knowing this song? So you've probably heard Metallica cover it. Oh, yes, like, I have. Here I am on the road. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not James Hetfield, as we I established in the intro here. Not a singer, but I feel like I could rock the show. Yep, that I song. would have told you that was a Metallica song. I <laughs> don't think I've ever heard Bob Seger sing it. But God, you're young. Good song, though. Good it is song. A good song. I'll give you that one. Uh, I went with one of my favorite artists of all time to sing this next one. Number two for me. Folsom Prison Blues by Joaquin Phoenix. I'm going to slap you <laughs> so hard right now. Uh, <laughs> the best guy to ever sing the song, Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> Folsom Prison Blues. Which everybody is, knows the lyrics. It's one of your go-tos. <laughs> if this comes on in a bar, you will sing it. I believe that people at a bar in Joplin have tried to get you to karaoke this. Oh, Not probably. your friends, just random people who overheard you <laughs> singing this song at the shuffleboard table. I hate you. Uh, number one. This is going to surprise a lot of people. Everyone knows I'm like Mr. Country Music. I have boots on. <laughs> Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. It's a damn good song. It's I'm a great song. And 
it's like personal to me. Oh, this song came out the literally the first time I heard this song. I was packing up a car to move out of my house with my wife. I was yeah. getting divorced. You were getting kicked like, out. Holy <laughs> shit, what is this song? So I had to pull up the app that like tells you who sings it. Yeah. And it said Justin Bieber. And I was like, this is not right. It can't be Justin Bieber. But I don't like is. him. Sure as shit. It's Justin Bieber and it's a banger. It's great. It is a great song. It came on when we were coming home from the Royals game a couple weeks ago on your playlist. And yeah, I yeah, sang yeah. my little heart out. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we I just picked a song and then I went shuffle and saw what came up and this was one of them and you can blare it. Song number 1 for me. Which I, you're so right about. I forgot about this song until 5 minutes ago. It fits every situation. I don't care if you are happy or sad, you want to party, you want to cry, whatever you want to do. Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. This is my favorite song of all time. So I think Party in the USA is like a great group karaoke jam. Wrecking Ball is, yeah, like you said, do I want to sit and cry and eat ice cream? Or do I want to be like, you know what? I hate the world. I'm on a revenge tour. Oh, yeah. Best song of all time. I love it. I'm not ashamed of it. I'll tell everybody in the world. I'll get it tattooed on my ass if I have to. You want that by your, maybe you could have a wrecking ball coming into your natty light can. <laughs> yeah. Miley swinging oh, it on it. makes like a shotgun hole at the end. Ooh. There we go. Now, now we're, we're getting, getting creative. creative. <laughs> okay. Your favorite part of the show, our favorite part of the show, definitely Dr. Mello's favorite part of the show. It gets the people going. Just the tip. We need some cool like music as we come into oh, this. Oh, yeah, actually. we Whiskey. Hook yeah. us up, man. There we go. Uh, send in your questions, guys. This is a great way to get just the tip bracelets to send in good just the tips. Yeah, because the DMs are open. If you don't want your shit out there and you don't want everybody to know, do it that Before way. Before you answer people's questions, can I tell a short story? Sure. It's so Story time. We almost <laughs> yeah. skipped it. Yeah. So a couple nights ago, took my son, who's four, my daughter, my girlfriend's two kids to a little water park, right? And her five-year-old says, Matt, you need to stop drinking so much beer. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so I tweet just the tip from a five-year-old. Didn't realize that people who don't listen to the podcast are going to take that wrongly. So this is me apologizing. I don't even see what's wrong with it. I think I got lost somewhere. Or maybe I'm just so fucked up, too, that I don't, <laughs> that I don't, don't get it. <laughs> people were offended. Oh, uh, whatever. It's Twitter. Okay, yeah. carry on. All right, first one here. At go underscore on underscore vault. Recently engaged in moving from Ohio to Portland. Yeah, something like that. Shitty move. In August, I usually listen to hip-hop or sports podcasts, but my grandfather is going with me to help with the move. It's a 30-hour drive. Do I sacrifice my taste or make him listen to my choice? Uh, Portland, Oregon, or Maine? Oh, I believe Oregon. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's 30-hour it's not drive. relevant so. to the question at all. I just <laughs> like to be weird. Um, so what I would do is... Like, use this as an opportunity to learn more about your grandfather. Like, one of my great regrets in life is that our grandfather passed away when I was uh, was 20. I was 20, maybe 21. And that I didn't spend more one-on-one time with him as an adult where I could ask oh, him yeah. about his experiences. He lived like, through the Depression, World War II. Yeah, all the things that he lived through that I'm now so interested in that I didn't get that opportunity to talk to him about. So. I would turn that fucking radio off and spend, yeah, yeah, spend yeah. 30 hours getting to know this guy. Or at least five. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're ready, you you know, catch some silent breaks, uh, turn on this podcast because yeah. everybody hey, loves it. Your, your grandpa will love it. We love you, buddy. 
That's what I would do. I like I'm all about that now. Like spend time getting to know people while you can because and then you're, you know, 15 years later or whatever, I'm like, God, why didn't I talk to him? Exactly. More about this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree with you. Take advantage of that. Get to know him. I know that in the DM it said he was like one of your favorite people in the world, but you still probably haven't had that one-on-one bonding time. And if yep. you have, you, you know, you get more here with 30 hours of a drive. So, yeah, that's awesome that you're that close, though. Oh, yeah, that, that would be cool shit. Uh, next one, not named. I play football at a Division One school, and I want to know if you think it's a good idea to date an athlete or should I date a regular student like a sorority girl and why? I don't know that there's a right way, wrong way here. No, it's, it depends on the person. An athlete, you're going to have more in common with, but your schedules are going to be shit, right? You're going to be gone. She's going to be gone. Yeah, and athletes always get into like this weird like competition. Oh, without a doubt. Other. Without a doubt. I don't date athletes for that reason. I actually, I don't either. Like I was athletic a long time ago, and for some reason, I just never have dated athletes. I like that time away yeah. from it for me. So like not everything was a sport and a competition. I could get away and do something different. Like people are always like, uh, so uh, when I if I'm dating someone, they're like, "Oh, is your girlfriend like football?" No, because I need a break from football. I, mm-hmm. I don't. I I live it all the time, so like I don't want someone who's like a rabid Chiefs fan. You know, it's just like exactly. It it, it sounds obnoxious. ideal, but it's not. It really isn't. Like you want a break from that, and like especially this time of year. Like I oh I, yeah yeah. You just want to be done with. It. I don't want to come home and get asked questions about like who the Chiefs drafted or have your girlfriend be like you're you're so fucking wrong. Like, exactly. Yeah. You don't want to have like some other opinion that you have to debate. Yeah. Because you are going to think that you're right. Me, of and course. you're going to think that she's wrong. I actually told my ex-girlfriend, the, the previous one, it's like, I take shit from people all day on Twitter. I don't need to come home and get it. <laughs> like so, And that's why she's an ex-girlfriend. But, but I think just find someone that you have, a, you need to have things in common with, but like, I don't know. Man, that athlete's probably going to have a rocking body, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is going to be in shape until she's Shorty out of college. probably is, too. Yeah, most likely. I mean, but I, I wouldn't say no to an athlete just because, like, oh, right. I don't date athletes. I'm not the girl from the program. Then it's like, I don't date football players. Joking. And then guess what she does? <laughs> yeah, well, when gets you got a million ones, dollars waiting for you in the pros. Gets one sober. Next one from R. Tomasoff, 34. He requested his name be put I on I love this. this guy, by the way. <laughs> My roommate and his girlfriend, who is an <laughs> awful person and a racist. <laughs> Yeah, he I wanted his, his roommate listens to this, by the way. I've <laughs> been really rude to my girlfriend all semester. As I begin to pack up, they've been hanging around a lot. And as I say goodbye to everyone else, how do I subtly tell both of them to fuck off? Subtly, because I have to deal with them next semester. I think you just did it, buddy. <laughs> Episode number 25 of <laughs> Football Friday. You just turned this motherfucker on. Don't be a racist. Jesus, we shouldn't have to it's, say that. It's yeah. 2018. Even if it were 1918, don't be a racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> bottom line. What a terrible, like, I know that he says that she's an awful person, like, if we did top five awful people, it would be like murderers, molesters, racists. <laughs> yeah. John Wayne Gacy. The pe- the guys from Virginia, Charlottesville. Like, I mean, like- you went specific, like people. I was going <laughs> to. Oh, oh, you were going to go groups. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. To do it subtly, if I don't say anything at all to her. Just ignore no the shit out of both of them. I think that is like the. That gets people the most, and I've recently learned this since Dan passed away. You actually taught me this. Ignoring people is the best thing ever because it just eats at them. 
And that's just something I do out of laziness. Like I just, I don't want to reply to you and I'm not going to, it's not even that I'm like vengeful or rude. Uh, I just don't feel like talking. Or I think you just turn this podcast on and just have it playing in the apartment while you clean and be like, Oh, weird. Who's this guy? Yeah. Thomas 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 off. That sounds 30. Is that my roommate? Is that the asshole in the other room? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I'm racist. Is that me? Oh no, he didn't. I would also, if she has any food in the fridge, I would eat all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Eat every bit of it. Throw away like her toothbrush. That's probably at your house. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even just like, don't do the weird, like I'm going to pee on it or like, Put it in the toilet. God, that'd be good. I would throw it away. Yeah, just start getting rid of her. Start <laughs> packing up. Just move her out. <laughs> yeah, pack up her stuff too. Oh, and then when God. you're gone, she's just gonna be like, "Uh, yeah. where's my shit? Why would you eat got it? <laughs> anything she put in that refrigerator though? Like even if she's bringing home like Thai food that you don't like, eat it. Yeah, or just like eat some Take of it. Take a bite while she's there. Be like, oh, yeah. was this yours? Yeah, I weird. thought I had brought it home. Yeah. Wash her clothes and just ruin them. Just shrink them. Everything goes on like full like. <laughs> <laughs> like cotton yeah, boil water yeah, and then yeah. pour it in i'm drying sheets and towels and not your little t-shirts yeah. bleaching black shirts uh, so we gave you some ideas there <laughs> yeah we're pretty fucked up people and that's what i've learned tonight next guy i don't even know how to say your name d solder 324 i think just like that good i can read my brother is getting married in october a lot of marriages going on i don't know why yeah First significant wedding I'll go to, and I get to bring a plus one. How do I find a good date? Tinder. Yeesh. Yeah, Tinder. Put it in the bio. I see That's all you do. All the time. They're like, hey, I got a wedding coming up. I need a date. If it's open bar, sign me the fuck up. I'll go. I've done this. I don't want to get too specific or you throw timelines out there, but I've done this uh, visiting a city. Say I was looking for a tour guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our yeah, fish in a barrel. One of our buddies used to do that all the time. Like, I'm just in town for a couple of days looking for a tour guide. Yeah, I, that's where I got the idea. Yeah, it works. And I think yeah, just mention it. Like, didn't you put in yours once that I was taking you to like the nicest restaurant oh, in town yeah, and you needed a plus one? Yeah, like, I think that's why I got Tinder. It was like uh, I'm going to a really nice restaurant looking for a plus one for on free steak dinner <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> Did that like a week in advance. So maybe do a little bit more than a week in advance. Just let people know what's up. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, just pay for one. What's that movie? Like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. That's like based on a true story about some brothers who did this. So you could also maybe get really rich. Off we of should it. do that. Yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> Matt and Mello need wedding dates. Yeah. When Cole uh, gets married. Now we'll this do that. is a uh, two part question though, because Ooh. the second part, uh, the bachelor party is in Austin, but it's the same weekend as a football game for the college that I'm a student manager for. Do I miss the weekend? Or miss the game. I won't be 21 yet, uh, and I'll be limited on what I can do there at the bachelor party. Don't go. See, I don't think you go to the bachelor party no. either. Because if you're not 21, you're chances left are behind. you can't get in is the thing. Like right. if, if they go places and you can get in, uh, it's cool. You can enjoy the atmosphere being there. But if you can't get in, you are literally sitting out of the whole weekend uh, when you could be enjoying the game. Uh, I'm guessing you're wanting to work your way up in the ranks. Somehow with football, you don't yeah. want to ruin something good for a weekend that you're just going to have to sit out. No, I would say wait till you're 21. Just tell your brother, you owe me a bachelor party when I turn 21. Yeah, just or bro trip. When this I turn second time he gets married. Just, it will happen. You'll be there. Yeah. Uh, next or one. Second, third, fourth. You know, who knows? <laughs> I love this one. It hits close to home for me. <laughs> I haven't read this question fully. 
My fiance is Snapchatting a male coworker an obscene amount. Initially, she lied about how much she was talking to him and said I was being ridiculous for worrying, worrying about it. Now she has come clean and says she talks to him a lot because his relationship is falling uh, apart. Uh. Mm-hmm. Other people at their work have told me they are suspicious of how close they are. Am I being dumb or should I snap next? Rampage, bro. Break those Ram fucking necks. fucking page. Snapchat was just invented for dick pics and cheaters. That's all. That's I, uh, literally all it is. Yeah, so there's a reason why they're not text messaging, they're Snapchatting. <laughs> I would be very, 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 very upset. Yeah, because I've been through this situation. Don't Pretty marry much. this woman, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No. You got to find out what's going on. You got to cut ties there. Give me this guy's name. I want to I want to message him. Yeah, if she's doing all this stuff, it's not a good sign. Mm-mm. I work in an all-female field. I realize that they are married, so making contact with them on the phone is very weird. I will not Snapchat them unless it's in a group message. So yeah. everyone else sees it and they know what's going on. Because I don't want to cause any problems for them and their significant other. I don't want to be put in that situation, so I don't do it. She should be extending the same uh, respect to you. Yeah, no, that's, it's that's fucked a up. messed up situation to be sending messages to people. And I'm sorry people. that you're going through this, dude, Because that, but at least you found out now. Yeah, and I'm not like a jealous person, obviously. Nor am I. But something's not right here. And like... What's an obscene amount? Like, are they best friends on Snapchat? Do they have yeah, a streak? They, they got a streak. They got a streak. Sure. That's a problem. Yeah. And now I'm sure that he is, his relationship is falling apart because of the same thing. Because you're a girl. His girlfriend is seeing like, oh, Here's why are I would you say. doing this? I would say, you're going to listen to this podcast tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, when she gets home from work, be like, hey, if it's about his relationship, just start texting him. And let me read him. If you have nothing to hide, just let me Dick read it. on the table. I Like, I know it's a weird move. It's hard. And it, like... I've been the the guy who's cheated was cheated on before when I was younger. It sucks. It like damages your pride, but you turn that around, buddy. And the sympathy is amazing. Yeah, and it, hopefully she realizes what she's doing is wrong, even if it's not anything cheating. Which hopefully it's not for your sake, uh, but it's still it's sneaky and it's not right. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it one bit. I want to send this guy a bottle or something. Yeah, we need to send him some merch. Some merch. Give him a just the tip bracelet. Can you bailed out of jail? Either one. Uh, one last question from Brooks Gwynn sent you a DM and yeah. is having a bachelor party in Kansas City, I believe, this weekend. Uh huh. Yeah. So you better be listening he to this said, on Friday. He said, What tips do you have other than don't get married? He knows us very well <laughs> for a bachelor party in Kansas City. Um, Kansas City, this time of year, it's going to be a hot motherfucker. So wear shorts, number one. Oh, for sure. Because that swamp ass is going to be legit. Yeah. I We don't go out in Kansas City very much. Hit up Boulevard. Go up to yes. their... So, I, like you said, we don't go out in Kansas City a ton, but we have. Um, the Boulevard Beer Hall is one of the best spots in town, and it has a great view of downtown. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can even go there in the afternoon. Like, it would be a great, relaxed starting spot. Get I would some say, beers. here's what I, I would go to Joe's or Q39, get barbecue. Go to Boulevard and drink. Now, I want to warn you, I've done this before, and it destroyed my stomach. So, <laughs> yeah, you're barbecue and then pouring some wheat beer on it. Pre-tums. It's going to be important for you. But then, like, Power and Light is a very popular spot if you want to kind of, like, it's going to be very active and rowdy, and there's going to be a ton of people. You can go to Westport, which is a little more laid back. You could bar crawl. Those are probably the two most popular spots. If the Royals are in town. The Royals are out of town, so actually the bars will be fuller yeah. because people won't be at the game. Sporting Kansas City is a soccer season. 
Um, I don't it is don't not no not yes might be I don't know <laughs> but uh, the Royals aren't in town so yeah. you won't have to deal with that and that's not an option which but, like, sucks for you but Westport and Power and Light are the two most popular spots I mean depending on what kind of bachelor party you there want used to, have. to be a place called Diamond Joe's up there that was pretty good if you're looking for that kind of entertainment oh yeah I mean go to the river and there's going to be casinos and other adult friendly yeah. entertainment well, Sin what you're City for. up there yeah so I mean Kansas City has a lot to offer. Because and it's also a very spread out for people who haven't been there. I mean, there's like pockets of communities where you can kind of do anything. Like, you go to the plaza if you want to be real bougie and like, probably not for a bachelor party or something. I don't know. Yeah, not my scene. No. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your scene. <laughs> it's not mine. But there are some good options up there. You don't like the plaza? No, I don't shop. Like, but you like the Brazilian there. steakhouse? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. P.F. Chang's? I've never been to a P.F. Chang's. Yep. It's, we need to change that. It's really good. <laughs> Maybe we can go to the plaza for your next bachelor party. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. That's our show. Thank you for all the great questions. Thanks for hanging out with us. Again, if you want merch, be funny. Make a mark. Stand out. Yeah, yeah. Leave your mark. Leave your mark. There you go. And if you want to be our intern, look it up on Twitter, uh, at Stick to Football. All the information's there. You need to send in a self-scouting report. You need to send in a video of yourself chugging an adult beverage. Uh, or if you have a medical excuse of not an adult beverage, someone asked if they could chug a Pepsi. Yeah, yeah or like a water or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. You're going to need yeah. to do something. It's going to have to stand out. Yeah, because like, honestly, there have been some very good videos submitted and resumes. I want to talk. There's there was Someone sent a video that was like custom made. Yeah. I had audio. I just want to say it's probably at the top of the list the right now. The bar is set very high currently. It is. And, it, yeah, I don't want to throw his name out there because he doesn't even know how much he impressed us. We're trying to play close to the vest. He's the, he's <laughs> the hot girl in the bar right now that kind of made eye contact with us a little too <laughs> holy long. Shit, holy shit. Yeah, holy we're shit. like, <laughs> did I put deodorant on today? Uh <laughs> Don't want to, we want to impress him now. Yeah, so. and keep submitting our just the tip questions. I don't get to all of them every week. And if I don't get to yours in that week, it doesn't mean that you're done for. I might be able to get you in on that next week. We try to take care of the ones that we need to, like the bachelor party this weekend in Kansas City. We don't want to put that off and miss that opportunity. So you might have submitted a very good just the tip for us, and I didn't get to it this week. Doesn't mean that you're out of it. Keep listening. Keep leaving those reviews on iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast. Make sure you're following the Stick to Football account on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for hanging out with us this week, and we'll catch you guys on Wednesday.